Hello and welcome to episode 15 of Not Another Rugby Podcast, brought to you by rugby.co.uk and Altius Images. I'm your host, Todd Dudley, and I'm joined, as always, by the editor-in-chief of rugby.co.uk and my co-host, Steve Smith. Steve, how are you, mate? What a week. What a week. How are you? Oh, absolutely knackered. He, he put the cat on the pigeons in your guts he, yesterday. He, as the editor-in-chief of a rugby magazine, an online rugby web magazine, he did not make your job easy yesterday. He didn't. And we like It's one of them, you have your predicted squad wrote all out, you think, oh, I'll just have to change two or three names and hit publish. <laughs> I was having to delete people, add people in, it was insane. You think... I think I had Sinclair and Bold, I was like, oh, I don't, definitely don't have to replace that one. <laughs> Yeah, you think you you think you've got to do, make two or three changes, and then the second name read out is Bandiaki, and it all goes to shit. Well, you, it was, from then on in, it was all going to shit, man. Honestly, I didn't <laughs> well, know who's going to Well, I thought Andy Good was going to come out after that. I didn't know. Oh, mate, I reckon he'd still do a job. I think he's recovering from ankle surgery, but he'd still do a job. Hey, off the bench, impact player, mate. What a, what an announcement! What an announcement! Did you did you watch it live? Did you enjoy all the? <laughs> did you enjoy the very oh, very man. precise timings that they then chose to completely ignore? Well, they started running behind, didn't they? So they just you know wrote them off completely. What I don't understand why they were so precise. I you know what I've got if I was gonna have like a kick it into hell, I would be like. Green screen studios. Just not <laughs> you didn't enjoy Alan Wynn as a hologram. <laughs> no, can they not just go to like some really old rugby ground and you know film there? We look quite nice, picturesque. I know. I know. Instead of fucking Star Trek. <laughs> he looks a bit like he could be in Star Trek. To be fair, with his ears these days, Alan Wynn. Who big Al? Yeah, I know. I know. He'd make a good Spock. He would make a good Spock, actually. I'm wondering why there hasn't been any photoshopped Star Trek stuff of Alan Wynne Jones yet. Well, mate, if that doesn't sound like a job for Ruck, I don't know what does. I might have to give it a go. I think <laughs> it'll look awful. Stay tuned. Follow us on socials to see that first. But yeah, so big day yesterday. We're recording Friday morning. Uh, big, big day yesterday with the Lions squad being announced. I mean, he fucked us straight away by picking 37. We've all been picking 36-man squads. And Gats is like, nah, I'm going to have 37 instead. So that got us off to a, to a great start. And I think I'll just, I'll just run through... I mean, I'm, I'd be amazed if anyone is listening to this that hasn't heard the squad. But I will just run through the squad just to make sure. So, captain, Big Al, Alan Wynne-Jones, fourth tour in a row, probably fair enough. And then I'll just rattle through everyone. So the forwards... Ty Byrne, Jack Conan, Luke Cowandicki, Tom Curry, Xander Fagerson, Talupe Falatau, Ty Furlong, Jamie George, Ian Henderson, Johnny Hill, Mara Toji, Wynne Jones, Courtney Laws, the Sheriff Ken Owens, Andrew Porter, Sam Simmons, love it, Rory Sutherland, Justin Tipperich, Mac Ovenapola, and Hamish Watson. And then the backs, interesting reading, I think, Josh Adams, Bundyaki, there he is. Dan Bigger, the main man, Elliot Daly. We'll definitely come back to him. Gareth Davies, Owen Farrell, Chris Harris, Robbie Henshaw, Stuart Hogg, Connor Murray, Ali Price, Louis Rees-Samet, Finn Russell, Duan van der Merwe, 
Anthony Watson, and Liam Williams. Now, when you read it like that, I think it sounds all right. Just just go go quick, gloss over everything. Don't think about who's not in it. Sounds great. I think what, what when we picked our alternative squad, it's just one of them where I think whoever you picked, there was always going to be lots of big names left out. For sure. For sure. So let, let's maybe start on that. So no Sinclair, no Billy Vanapola. Mm. Johnny Sexton. No Johnny Sexton, no James Ryan. No Henry Slade, no Manu, Manu Tuolangi, no Johnny May. Yeah, he's going to be joining the list, I think, of the best players never heard to play for the Lions. I think he's a shoe in for that list. So, what? Who? Who of those are you? Are you most surprised at? I think it's probably Sinclair for me. Yeah, I think James Ryan as well. Just, I know he didn't play. Have a great Six Nations, but. I wouldn't say Johnny Hill, you know, ripped up and did much. No. Doing it either. No. No, that's probably, the probably true. Is the main one, because if you look at who we've picked, it's, it's only like three proper centres, isn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, well. Bundyaki. I mean, well, yeah. It's, <laughs> that was, that was. So left field, it was unbelievable. You know when you got Red Path and Ring ro- Ring Rose. Yeah, no Ring Rose. Yeah. I think well, what we're seeing is the 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 problem with it is it feels like some players have been punished for poor Six Nations form and then others haven't. I I know exactly what you mean, and I think the the big one for me was on. I mean, just for poor form in general, is uh, is is your your best mate Elliot Daly. I think he'd be very honest in saying well, that he... I did tell you a long time ago that he can boot it. You did. Mate, he's in there for the he's in there for the can of the boot. There's, there's no doubt about that. But I just find that interesting that he's named as a centre. You know, played, played pretty like much all his rugby at 15, and now he's named as a centre. I feel like he was the replacement for George North in terms yeah. of can cover the wing and the centre. Definitely. Like. And also... In terms of long range kickers, it was probably Hog. So if Hog went down, you've got Daly as well, and a kicking option in the centres as well. Like I, I thought that would probably be Slade that would get that shout, um, but they've gone with Daly instead, which, which you know makes sense. In terms of some areas of the squad, you've got like a dynamic forward thinking choices, and then there he's just sort of gone safe. So, but I think that that's what Gatlin's squad looks like. It is. It's just him trying to balance the two, trying to introduce new players and. Also trying to include the experience. Yeah, I, I've I've listened to uh, Gregor Townsend talking about the selections with uh, with Chris Jones of the BBC, and was very impressed with his, his response. To be fair, C- Chris Jones said, "You know, Elliot Daly will stand out to some because he's you know he's not been in great form," and Townsend bit back straight away and said, "Actually, he's been in he's been in really good form. He was in great form when he came off the bench uh, in the last game of the Six Nations." And he's been in excellent form for the last four games, playing at 13 for Saracens in the Championship, carved up against Doncaster. And Chris Jones was like, oh, right, yeah, okay. <laughs> I think he just sort of forgotten that actually he has been playing a bit of rugby. And whilst the opposition isn't necessarily the world champion South Africa, you know, if he's, if he's playing well against the opposition that's in front of him, that's, that's the most he can do. 
I think if it was a bigger squad, you know, like normally, because what 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 what's it been before? You know, forty two, forty three, yeah. forty four. I think you don't. I think he's a great inclusion. I just don't know with the smaller squad whether we could have done with someone someone else. But you know that they they've been thinking over this for weeks. Definitely, and they got a lot more. They got a lot more rugby IQ than us. Overthinking it a little bit because I guess that's what happens when you dive into something too much. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So yeah, I mean, let's let's stay in the back. So I've got. Uh, it pains me to say it, but but regular listeners of the podcast might remember uh, the episode that Steve couldn't make it, and I had my brother Joel on. And fair play, I'll, I'll insert the clip here, but he bloody called it, mate. He called Chris Harris. It, he, here's the clip. <laughs> but, but you don't want to rein it in by not having Chris Harris. <laughs> no, just because Chris Harris is my first man on the team sheet for life. Captain. Starting. <laughs> Starting 13, potentially captain, <laughs> definitely almost guaranteed the bloke's amazing on the piss as well. Oh, I bet he is. Yeah, yeah. So, of therefore, is. you put him in. Yeah, yeah. absolutely no brainer. Like, okay. he might be, he's a toss up with Hog for the first team man on the team sheet. So, there we go. He actually called it. Chris Harris was called by my brother weeks and weeks ago that he was going to be on the plane, and, and he is. Newcastle Falcons legend, Chris Harris. I know. I know. What what a legend, mate! I've, I don't know whether you've seen the clip of Gloucester reacting to his his inclusion, but they're just absolutely buzzing for him. He can't believe it. They're buzzing for him. I love it. Absolutely love it. He's a great player, and I think he's someone who you know really struggled early on in international rugby. I remember his first few caps because obviously he was, I think he was still a Newcastle player, so you keep a bit of an extra eye. It was he just I don't know. He just found he looked a little bit lightweight, and now all of a sudden he looks like he could take down anybody. Yeah. It's like he's you know went away and worked on that. I think it is a big step up, but he's shown that he can make those big steps up. Definitely, his his, I mean his defense is outstanding. His defense against France, especially against like some pretty outrageous centers, he just like kept chopping back a tower down on the outside break every time. So I think. You know he's a so, he's a solid ball carrier as well. He's got some nice hands. Like I think I think it's a really intelligent pick. To be fair, like I think he's and also what I like about it is I don't think he's probably because of the centres and no one's really like state to claim. He's got a chance to start as well. He's not going as a tourist. He's got a real chance to start, which I which I think is great. I think, so. I think if I was picking my team now, I'd probably go Henshaw and Harris. To be honest, out of who's gone. Well, I think I think we should do that in a little bit. We'll we'll have a chat and then we'll pick our we'll pick our starting yeah. fifteen just so we can be wrong about another thing. <laughs> uh, one, no Adam Radwan, the dream is dead. Radis is out. Mate, to be fair, you know, you never know. Like two, three, maybe twenty injuries, he might get in. He hasn't played for the Falcons for about three months. <laughs> um, so then, yeah, just looking at looking at some other backs. I mean, there's not. I don't think there's huge amounts you can argue with. Sexton's not in. I think. I think that's that was coming. You know, that's understandable, particularly with his injury problems and concussion problems. Good to see Finn in. Good to see Van der Merwe in. Yeah. Any any other particular thoughts on the backs? I think it would have been. Good, it would have been good to see Marcus Smith, but I don't. I, I think he might have taken another fly half if there'd be more games, but there's only so many games and he needs to see the players he's taken. Yeah. He gets to play some, get some, hopefully this, but the problem is 
is it going to be like last time during the Lions when we were like, oh, we might see a new fly half for England and Ford just played all three games? Yeah. I I do think that this year will be different. Just be Smith, Smith's form has just been like a little bit undeniable, hasn't it? And you know, oh, to be fair, I, I, Ford, I, I, Ford went well at the on Friday night, which is good for him, but maybe a shame for England. But but yeah, yeah. I think what do you, what do you make of the scrum halves? That I don't think you could have picked anyone. I think I would have liked to have seen Danny Kerr, but yeah, me too. It's probably got his spot. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I completely agree. I, I thought, I thought Denny Care actually was going to get picked. I actually thought he was going to. It's a shame for him he didn't. I think because I do think he's sort of being booted out of the England, the England setup. He's way better than Ali Price. Um, but then you know he's probably picked Ali Price because he's picked Finn Russell. You'd have thought. Um, just because of that relationship, those two have got so. I understand it, but I would have liked to see Carey, and I just think it would have been a real good, like, like a perfect swan song for him to end. Not well, not to end. He's, I'm still going to play, but to round off a very, very good career. A lot of England players have made the squad, but do you think? Do you think there's been negatively impacted by there being no English coach, England coaches on the team? <sighs> That's I a good think. question. I've got to think where there's 50-50 calls. Let's just say, for example, we'll just knock to the forwards here. Let's just say it's 50-50 between Ferguson and Sinclair. It's got to help you, doesn't it? And, yeah. You know, you... Yeah, you've got, you've got Townsend and Tandy in the room both saying how, how good a bloke Ferguson is. And, and, no, and no one's saying anything about six. Exactly. So. That's just what I'm... Cause, but you can't... There's still plenty of English Englishmen in the squad, so it's hard to, you know... Yeah. Well, that, that. that that's the other thing. You know, you'd have. But but you know, you'd have thought that, you know, Johnny Hill was probably a fifty-fifty with James Ryan. You'd have thought. Yeah, that's true. You'd have thought Jamie George was potentially a fifty-fifty with, whoever. Rob, yeah, or any of the Scottish. Rob, like Rob Herring, Rob Herring, maybe who like whoever. So. So yeah, I, I know I know what you mean, but also I, I do think there are some English picks in there that are that maybe you you know you wouldn't see coming. You know, Court, Courtney Laws is another one, unbelievable player, unbelievable line already. Hasn't played a lot of rugby, you know, coming back from injury at the moment. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. But but I mean that's testament to how how ridiculous he he is as a player and was as a line four years ago. Like he's an unbelievable player. So again, that that makes sense to pick. He covers back row as well. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. Let's let's chat about the back row actually. So, well, we've picked, he's picked three second rowers who can play in the back. Row, yeah, so I think that might give you a clue of the idea. Exactly. He's he's picked. What's he picked? He's picked three three sevens basically Lord. in Curry, yeah, Lord, Watson, uh, and Tipperich. Two number eights with San Simmons and Faletau, and then a bunch of second rows that can play that can play six. Bold. Yeah, but but you know, Ty, stick Ty Burn at six, mate. He, he's he's been unbelievable. I think so. So, oh, I, you, and then you say it's like they've been working out where if Burn went down, Laws can do that, or Torje can do that. That yeah. feels like I feel like they've already developed. I think they've done probably a correct thing of developing the game plan before picking the squad. Yes. It's a lot harder to pick a squad than make up a game plan. Yeah. 
Because you think Faletau, you could, people always compare Faletau with Vinopola, but I think they're very, very different players. Completely different. The way they, yeah. And even though Simmons is probably, you know, only half the size, in terms of the way he plays, it's a bit more similar. Yeah. In terms of free running, uh, you know, carrying hard, finding space, not just... Because Vinopola is more of a just carrying the contact. Yeah. Do you, so do you, maybe maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's all to do with the game plan, which we. Do you think they've got enough, enough sort of heavy traffic carriers, in here? That could be the issue. But obviously, they've decided that's not the way they're going to go about it. And if you look at all the kickers mm. in the backs who he's picked, maybe it's going to be a more kicking game. Yeah. And then take the chances when they come with them. The more free-running forwards rather than the yeah the bulldozers. Let Let's touch on Let's touch on Sam Simmons, mate. hasn't hasn't played international rugby since March two thousand eighteen. In the meantime, has absolutely carved up for a dominant extra side. Won the double. Won European Player of the Year. I think he's the top top try scorer again in the Prem this year at the moment. By a long way as well. What just what a story like. We haven't had for a while like a bolter on the Lions, but he is—he is a bolter. He is a proper, proper bolter. No international rugby, but Gats doesn't give a shit because he's so good. He is a proper bolter. Um, you know, he had a meteoric rise to the, the England team a few years ago, where he went from, from under a year playing from for the Pirates to playing for England, and he, you know he looked good. I remember he got you know two good tries against Italy in the Six Nations. I don't know what happened with him and Jones, whether Jones just, I don't know, he just, number eight's a weird position. He just never seems to give anyone an opportunity other no. than Big Billy. No. Because you think that, I feel like when Nathan Hughes was getting regular game time for England, he was a worse player than he is now. Definitely. So he's like a better player now. Mercer, another great young number eight, and Simmons. Like Mercer, I don't think he would have been a million miles away from being in contention. No. What I terms of his way of playing and relationship with Falatau. I bet he was mentioned. Yeah, I bet he was mentioned. You could have had Underhill. Yeah, yeah, again, yeah, again that's, that's another relatively sizable omission, Underhill. He was in most people's squads that I saw. Um, but yeah, I mean, who, who else? I'm just looking through who else sort of jumps out at me. I, I suppose Ian Henderson over, over James Ryan. That's definitely like a form pick, which I like. I think I think he you yeah, know he, he was way better in the Six Nations than than James Ryan was. James Ryan just seemed to he sort of just seemed to crumble under the pressure of the captaincy, and then even when Sexton was back, he never really got back to no. it. No, he did Jack not. Conan. Jack Conan, yeah, the Barbarian. I have I, I, my knowledge in, of Jack Conan's is very limited because he's never really stood out for me, to be honest. But Gats must have seen someone he likes in him. He's not. I wouldn't say he's hugely dissimilar to to CJ Stander. Really, I think he's just like a bit of a younger version of CJ Stander. Really, he's a you know he ca- he carries pretty well. He's pretty athletic. Yeah, I think I I I, I don't see him. I don't see him starting. I don't think, but you never know. I mean, that's one thing that stands out about him. I just can't imagine him starting a test. No, no. I can, because most players, I'd say, that's one of the exciting things about the squad is quite a lot of, nearly everyone's in contention. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I was just going to say, man, you know, Johnny May was your first name on the team sheet when we first picked our team. So, disappointed for him? I am I am disappointed for him. Yeah, I, I understand it when you look at the look at the back three options that have been picked. Like, you know, you're looking and I'm like, I'm not, re- I'm not really sure who I'd drop it. For me, it would probably be jo- Josh Adams out for Johnny May. Um, but then I also understand that, you know, Reece Amit's kind of in there as the the unbelievable out of nowhere finisher. So I get it. I get it. But I'm just, I think for how much Johnny May has developed throughout his career, for the unbelievable heights that he has hit, even if he's not at them now, and again, you know, he's. I think he's 31 now, so he's not going to go on the next one, that's for sure, not as a winger at 35. I just think it's a shame. It'll be interesting to know who, because he mentioned, I remember, there was lots of reports that Gatland had made a standby list. I would suggest that, from what we've heard, Sinclair's not even on that, really. Do you not, do you not think? Well, I would assume anyone who got the obviously they had their 50-odd players. And then they sent out the letters. Yeah. I would assume that the people who got letters and weren't picked are probably the standby list. That would just be what I would think. Well, interestingly, Gatlin said uh, Gatlin said yesterday that, that lit, they actually sent about 72, 73 letters out. He said he's not that sure. That makes it even worse. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. Imagine. Imagine. Oh, that, all, those, all those people thinking they were number 51 and they're like, oh, crap. <laughs> Man, Genj was one of the ones who said he hasn't got one. He's someone who, I think the thing is with Genj, he hasn't played well for ages and then had one good game and everyone was like, he's going to make the squad. Yeah. The the thing the, the, the thing with Genj, he's just such a, when he's playing well, he's such a visibly good player because he's just like stampeding around, absolutely smashing everyone. The baby rhino. Whereas you don't necessarily notice what he's not doing very well, if that makes sense, because every time he touches the ball, it looks like he's going to kill someone. So you but notice again, him when he's playing well, but you don't necessarily notice the the stuff he's not doing so well. Yeah, but I, the Mac over the Pola selection is, you know, he was wonderful, you know, four years ago. But you know, you got you got walked all over in a World Cup final by South Africa. Yeah. Hasn't really played that well since. That's, that's I think a... that's the problem, isn't it? Like, some players have dropped out for poor form and you're like, oh, yeah, I understand that. But then you can look at other players and they've managed to bypass that yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But I, I guess for for people like Maka and for people like like Daly, you just, I, I suppose you've just got to give them, give them credit because they obviously... They obviously had a big impact on Gatland four years ago. Yeah, Jamie George as well. And yeah, Jamie George. I mean, Farrell, you could argue to a certain extent, but he was always going to go. But you know, they, yeah, they've obviously they obviously got a lot of credit in the bank with Gats four years ago, and you know, fair play to them. Yeah, I I, I just wonder how the, how what. The, does Farrell have an idea in his head how he's going to get in the team? Is he is he going as a centre or a fly half? Would it say he was a centre in the official? No, he's he's listed as a fly half. Fly half. Um, but you know, it's it's it's. But again, it's going to depend how they played, isn't it? Do they have? Do you go? Do you go like bigger Farrell daily and just go all out, all out Jouet, all out kicking? 
I mean, probably not. You need, I don't know. It'd be interesting. And whether you sort of play as a team that you think could be the test team or you just play as completely mixed. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like we said, if he's created a game plan, it's easier for him to just chop and change in those first few matches rather than try to develop one off the back of. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I, this, I, I like the squad. I think it's good. Me too. I think it's exciting. I'm looking forward to seeing them play. Yeah, me too. I think he, everyone was like, oh, he's captain, he's captain, he's captain. I remember, I realised Gatlin in the interview made sure to say tour captain. He did. Yeah, good spot, good spot that. Although he did say that, nobody else really picked up on it, so it didn't really matter that he said it. <laughs> but, but, but it is a good point to make. Like, I don't think, or do, or do I? Yeah, I, I don't think Alan's going to start. I, neither do I. But maybe I I'm being I stupid there. I think if he's picked a dynamic forward-thinking squad, yeah. he's going to play a dynamic forward-thinking team, and you probably then need a dynamic forward-thinking captain. Yes, yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Should we try? Should we try and pick a pick a starting eleven, or or a starting fifteen? <laughs> that works too. Owen Farrell was a goalkeeper for Man United. <laughs> Tom Curry, he was on trial at Man City for him centre back. I've done this before. You can tell. Gonna make it to a good team coming together. Huh? D- Daily Daily's very good at football. I know that much. I loved I love the story that Ben and Tom Curry had. Trials at Man City and Tom scored no goal, so the both just didn't get on. <laughs> <laughs> ruined, ruined both of their football oh, career. God. That's all right. Tom, Tom's going okay now. He'll be, he won't mind. Poor Ben. <laughs> all right, let's do, let's do it, mate. Let's go. So, loose head. We've got Mako, Rory Sutherland, or Win Jones. Uh, Wynn Jones, I think. You, what do you think? Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. I'd agree. I just think, yeah, I think you need someone who's going to like prop up the scrum a little bit for you to get the ball out to to all these fun backs that we'll pick in a bit. So yeah, I think Wynn Jones. Nice. Hooker, Jamie George, Ken the Sheriff Owens, or Luke Kandicki. This is hard. I'm Luke. I'm thinking I'd go Luke Cow and Dickie, but <clears throat> I think I would as well. I think I'd go Cow and Dickie as well, but then I wouldn't have Ken off the bench. So you're saying Luke could be the super sub? Potentially, potentially bring bring him on after 50 minutes and just let him cause some chaos. Yeah, it's not a bad shout. But, I think we'll go with Yeah. The Sheriff. So, so yeah. On. So, Jamie George. Jamie George is, is a midweek maestro for us. Love it. I agree. He'll live his best life. Okay. Tight head. Andrew Porter, Ty Furlong, oh, Xander Fagerson. Furlong, move on. Ty, you're in. <laughs> I'm going to admit, let's go back to this. I'm not sure how Andrew Porter's in ahead of Carl Sinclair. I know he's a yeah, big fella. Yeah. I, 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 he's not a particularly eye-catching carrier, 
and I don't think he's as good of a scrummager. No. I'm not quite sure on what basis he's in. Because I think that's the thing. A lot of the, you know, interesting decisions Gatlin's made, they're debatable. Well, this one is just like, it's not debatable. It's just, it's just, yeah, it's just not right. Yeah. Like you can understand most of them. Mm. Yeah, okay, that is an odd one. Yeah, but Furlong's in anyway. It doesn't matter. It's fine. And probably Fagerson off the bench, to be honest. Yeah. All right, four and five. We need two from Alan Wynn, Courtney Laws, Ian Henderson, Johnny Hill, Marrow, and Ty Byrne. Uh, Marrow's in. Marrow's in. So then, then we need... With a maybe st- but then, do we pick the team we're going to pick, or do we pick a team that we think he's going to pick in terms of another second row in the back row? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> I think we can do what we want. Because on paper, I'm, I'm, I would say burn, and then. But then, if 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 we're going down the view, we think Gatlin's going to do a certain thing. I'd probably say Henderson. I'd say I think I was leaning towards Henderson, for, and then burn in the back row. Yeah, sounds good to me. All right. So Henderson in. We want burn. At six, yeah. And now we've got the toughest ch- decision of the whole thing. <laughs> the seven. Well, I, I don't think it's tough. I know who I want. Elliot Daly? <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> who, who are you thinking? You thinking, you thinking? I want Tom Curry, mate. You want Tom Curry? Yeah. I bet that was my whole thing. If I was picking the team without thinking about tactics, I'd probably just play Curry Watts and Falatow and but I, I want Curry as well. You got he's too then, good. They're picking that bench spot between Watson and Tipperick. Tipperick. Yeah. To be fair, t- Tipperick, I think what Watson's Watson's class and he'd be he'd be good off the bench. Tipperick is unbelievable talent and like a definite point of difference because he does some things that a seven shouldn't do but Curry's just Curry's just too good mate you need someone like imagine Byrne and Curry running around together like just jackling everyone for fun think how much ball they're going to steal together oh that would be I think I'm up for that I think I like it I like it a lot alright and then eight Ooh, who do we want at eight Conan, Simmons, Falatown. The Conan can get in the bin. <laughs> get in the bin, Jack Conan. He's good. It's just that it's not interested in playing him in our team. Uh, it's probably Falatown, isn't it? Yeah. Simmons, Simmons is an impact player off the bench. Can play. Can play any. I think it's hard to put Simmons in your team until we've seen him play. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, hope he just I hope he just plays wonderfully and then. Yeah. But on anything, we think it's just hard. But you know he's got the well, added the added benefit of being able to cover six, seven, eight, twelve, and thirteen. So you know that's good. Just play him ten. He do a job, mate. Job. Okay, he's so the football. <laughs> or maybe he wasn't very good. More likely. So, our forward, starting forward pack, Wynn Jones, Ken Owens, Ty Furlong, Marrow and Ian Henderson, 
Matt Rowe and Ian Henderson, and a back row, which I am in love with this back row. Ty Byrne, Tom Curry, and Toby Faletau. Wowzers. Got it. That is very good. It's going to be interesting to see who South Africa pick now after seeing Smith. It is. Maybe maybe the listeners can tune in next week and we can pick South African starting 15. We'll try. Is South Burger still playing? I was going to say the same about Habana, but... <laughs> I see both, huh? Habana and Colby. Percy Montgomery at 15. Every time I see Habana on TV, I think, you look like you could still do a job, son. Yeah, he's, he's in some serious he shape. He off his boots and rocked up at the Falcons. Yeah. I reckon he gets fit in the starting <laughs> Ahead of Radwan, no chance. No, you got Radwan on the left, Habana on the right, <laughs> Mike Brown up the back. The odds you'd have got on that at the start of the year. Can you imagine? I can't. I just need... There hasn't been any, like, you know, when they have the high-profile charity rugby matches. I feel like he'd just take the piss. Yeah. Yeah. Although, I don't know. I don't even know how old he is, but I reckon those hammies get pretty tight pretty quickly at his age. Well, he needs one run. Yeah, true. True. Steve Thompson a few years ago who ran the length of the pitch oh, and then had a beer. That little, that little outside break sidestep, mate. So good. And then the fend. So good. Incredible. All right. And then, so we've got to pick our backs. At nine, we can have Ali Price, Connor Murray or Gareth Davies. Probably Connor Murray just out of process of elimination. Okay. Can I pitch, can I pitch Gareth Davies to you? You can pitch him to me if All you right. want. He's rapid for stars. Way more of a threat around breakdown. Still got a good kicking game. Not as good as Conor Murray, but still got a good kicking game. But my main thing is he's an absolute gnaws in defence. And I think going up against Faf de Klerk, I think he you, you fight fire with fire a little bit. And I think that is a hell of a matchup, Faf against Davis. You've convinced me he's in. Love it. Well done, Gaz. Get in there. Congrats. Biggest achievement since making the Lions squad, I heard. <laughs> uh, at 10, bigger Russell Farrell. This is tough, I think. Well, Farrell can get in the bin. He can. He actually can. I've never said that about one Farrell. He's usually like one of the first players on my team sheet, but in yeah. the bin there. <laughs> um, it's, it's head versus heart, isn't it? Let's be honest. I think I, I think I would go with bigger to be honest. Me, me too. But also, part of me just wants to chuck Finn straight in. I mean, again, this is a bit like Simmons at eight. This is a position where you'll see a front runner emerge from performances, not just you know what they do in the line shirt. I think that's the exciting thing about the squad is there's a lot of opportunity mm. change and impressing. Well, that's yeah. I mean, all three of those could e- could easily start. The first test, which is really cool. Bigger though. Bigger than yeah. Another Welshman. We love the Welsh. And actually, to be fair, that that eight, nine, ten axis of Fadatal Davis bigger is nice. That's good. I like it. Have we successfully avoided putting a Scott in the team so far? <laughs> Accident. Have we actually? Yes, we have. <laughs> They finally got players in the squad. We're not having 
Wait, that's only because we haven't got to number 15 yet. It's all right. Liam Williams is looking good. <laughs> all right. On the left wing. Well, it doesn't matter. Just on the wing. Anthony Watson, Duane van der Merwe, Elliot Daly, Josh Adams, Liam Williams, Louis Rees-Samet. Everyone, everyone I've seen from everywhere has picked Watson, but I yeah. think I, I'd just be bold and pick Van der Merwe and Zanet. I uh, that's that's exactly who I want. I think I, one, I think I said that difference. when we picked our team. I think I said I wanted Van der Merwe. You were you were on that big South African hype train early. I was indeed. I was. But what I mean, Watson. So Watson is good though, huh? So there still isn't a Scotsman in the team, huh? <laughs> well, the thing there's is, South African Scotsman in this line. I just went to put Van der Merwe in, and then I was like, "Oh, Anthony Watson is actually really good at rugby, so maybe not." <laughs> it's tricky, isn't it? I I just like I think I like the Van der Merwe. Style, I think, just the fact that he can run over literally like eight players, I quite like. He's like a he's like a not injury prone Joe Cockenseer. <laughs> he is, yeah, he is. He's actually performing most weeks rather than once every six months. Man, he, I love Big Joe, but he looks like he's on course to get on the list of hot prospects who fluttered away, isn't he? Definitely, which is a real shame because he, he has done some freakish things, but not for a long time, unfortunately. Um, are we Sorry, where, where do we settle on? Are we going Van der Merwe? Yeah, we're going Van der Merwe. All right. And re-sam it on the other ring? Yeah. Okay. Watson, Watson off the bench, that's decent. Can cover 15 as well, that's fine. Yeah, you can cover them all. Right. Twelve. This I think I think the centres are hard, mate. But we're not. I'm not picking Bundy. Actually, I'm not doing it. Gats is going to do it, but we're not doing it. Two Irishmen in the bin. <laughs> Get in the bin. For free if you can Porter. <laughs> <laughs> I it's think. Like a after St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Really, we're choosing between. I, I, I don't want Aki, so Aki's out. So it's Farrell or Henshaw. Well, I, I'm just going to go back to what I picked earlier the Henshaw Harris. Yeah, okay. We've put Farrell's already in the bin, actually, so we can't remove him from the bin. So, <laughs> so Henshaw. Two Scotsmen who aren't from Scotland so far. I'm saying this full well known, we're about to pick a Scotsman, so. We've got a South African Scot on the wing, a Northern Scot in the centres. He's, he's Northern, so he's almost He's there. nearly there. Carlisle, he is nearly there. Carlisle is basically Scotland. And is it Carlisle? He's from around there somewhere. So Henshaw, who'd have thought Chris Harris starting for the Lions? What a bloke. Great star. So actually, thinking about it, would, would, you, have, would you have Daly on the bench over Watson? No. <laughs> the daily's going to start. <laughs> yeah, we haven't picked 15 yet. <laughs> oh, God. 
well, guess I guess I guess that could be the intention of picking him to be honest, to cover all of the positions. Yeah, and and like if it's close with not long to go, bring him on for the big boot. Yeah. Well, fifteen. We've got Watson, Daly, Williams, Hogg. It's we can't we can't not pick him, can we? Who who else have we got? Liam Williams, honourable mention again, great player. Yeah, definitely could play himself into the team. Definitely, well, definitely, he's he's absolutely you know, class. Hog Hog started last the last lines to a very poorly before you know running into Conor Murray's elbow. He did, and Liam Williams set up probably the the best lines try of the modern era. So yeah, like you said, Williams can definitely play himself in, but I reckon I reckon on current form, Hoggy probably takes it, doesn't he? Yeah, Hoggy's got to get in, he's, and that means we're going to have a cap, basically a captain of the backs and a captain of the forwards. Whatever happens, really. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, I like it. So, just to recap, we've got Win Jones, Ken Owens, Ty Furlong in the front row, Marrow and Henderson in the second row, Ty Byrne, Tom Curry, and Talupe Falata in the back row, Davis and Bigger at nine and ten. Van der Merwe resigned on the wings, Henshaw and Charis in the centres, and Hoggy at fullback, which gives us three Scots, but actually only only one really. That gives us unusual. six Welsh lads, which is good. We've got four Irish and only two English. What's happened to our bias? I know. Who do thunk it? We eh? just have to have a full bench of Englishmen. Yes, definitely. Well, we don't even have Englishmen we can pick in some positions. He's really done us over. Well, we can have, we can have Mako and Jamie George. We can have we can have Courtney. Oh, Courtney, yeah. We can have Faz. We can have Elliot. So we're all right. We're okay. We can, we'll look after that bench. We'll keep it clean. Yeah, the fi- the finishers will come and do a job for us. Well, we will uh, we'll revisit this in a couple of months when when we when we've obviously been proven wrong about the actual starting fifteen. But I like That's our team, mate. I like our team. I think it's got got what it takes to beat to beat the world champs. I believe as you believe. Always, always. Be interested to uh, to hear the the listeners starting 15s now the squad has been announced now it's been narrowed down a little bit more so let us know on on socials let us know all our links are down below so get in touch who do you agree with who do you disagree with is there anyone that's not in the squad at all that you think should be in other than the obvious ones is there anyone that's sort of everyone's overlooked that should be in there um but that probably about does it mate doesn't it yeah we've analyzed that to our you know our ability which is you know modern moderate to fair I'd say moderate to fair moderate to fair well Well, that is it then for episode 15 of not another rugby podcast what an episode it is with the Lions squad announced yesterday as always the pod's brought to you by rope.co.uk and Altus Images you can find us on Twitter at rugby Instagram at rope.co.uk Facebook just search rugby and you'll find us and you can visit our website rugby.co.uk for all of the latest rugby news and features all the links for those channels are down below in the show description as well so have a look thank you for listening as I said get in touch tell us what you think please subscribe to rate and share the podcast 
Have a great weekend. Enjoy the Ruggers, and we will see you next week.